the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Lord, let me hear you today. Let me hear you today. Pray. Let me hear you today. Spirit of God, let me hear you today. Speak to my heart. Touch my life. Bless my life. Change my life. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Spirit of God. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Okay, so God richly bless you. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Matthew 4, 19. Matthew 4, 19. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Somebody say, follow me and I will make you. Say, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You see, uh, what we become largely is influenced by who we are following. What we become largely is influenced by who we are following what we become or what you become alive is influenced largely by what you are following. What you hear taught you is great, but the examples you follow are very, very important. The company you keep influences a lot. I didn't know how to smoke until I went to the secondary school. And the people I followed, they helped me to learn how to smoke. I mean, read. I didn't. There are people in this church who didn't know how to drink as in beer, Guinness, uh, all of those things. But today, some of you drink. You drink. You drink. <laughs> yeah, you drink. And I'm not talking about water. I'm talking about drinking. <laughs> yeah, some of you drink. And the reason why you drink is because you need to fit into a certain class. You need to let them know that you flow with them. We are friends. The Bible said, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. I mean, it is not amazing that we want to be blessed. Blessed is the man who has a car. Blessed is the man who has a house. Blessed is the man. But the Bible said, it's a blessing when the people around you are not giving you foolish counsel. The way your wife is going... Maybe you should just uh, let her know that there are other ladies who are also interested. Yeah. Show her. Just show her. We are not saying do anything. But just let her know. Flash. Just, just use that lady as your DP for about three seconds, four minutes. It will go viral. She will know. She will sit up. You see, that is a foolish man giving you foolish counsel. And when you follow it, you are ending up the same path. Blessed is the man. That's the first sum. Blessed is a man. We appreciate many other blessings. 
But people don't seem to appreciate the blessing of relationships. For me, the greatest blessing in life is not a house, it's not a car, it's in relationships. Somebody say relationships. relationships. Yeah, relationships. Relationships. Because relationships can make you become something you were not before. Yeah, that's why you can meet professors who meet and smoke. They know all about, he can be a cardio, uh, cardio, cardio specialist or whatever. He knows all the things, the influences, smoking will have, blah, 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 blah. But the influence, the knowledge is there, but the influence, the social influence is so powerful that they can't resist it. If in this church, you can, you can become a friend of someone who is passionate and dedicated to God. And just watch it. People don't just get transformed because they hear good messages. People get transformed because they intentionally align themselves with a certain number of people. One time I called my son Rani and I told him, these guys that are very close to you, they have changed something about you. I told him that they've changed something about you. Watch it. They have changed something about him. Because I knew this boy when he was a student in, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Christian Service University. Joined the church, young man. But over the period, I realized, that, and these were not people outside church. These were people in church. He was our first drummer. His father is a pastor. Now listen, the time he joined and he was a drummer, his, his father was pastoring the church. It will not be easy for my son, Asha, if he becomes a drummer, to want to live here and go and play in another church. It will not be easy at all. And for him to stick to his gun and be dedicated and consistent, it is also an authentic proof of a certain character. Am I communicating here? So be careful. Who is your best friend? Who are you following? Who are you closely aligned with? Who is that friend? Somebody say, be you followers. Okay, be ye followers of God. Be a follower. Keep company with God. Who are you and what are we called to follow? We looked at the fact that we are called to follow God. Somebody say we are called to follow God. Yeah, don't just follow the masses. Follow God. Somebody say follow God. And usually following God is the narrow way. Broad is the way. And many that found on that road. Many there be that be found in it. Narrow is the way. Narrow is the way. Do you know that a lot of people don't like narrow way? A lot of people. That's why we don't have a lot of people in a certain league. Because they don't like to. The narrow way can be very tough following. Tough. But the truth of the matter is that those who live fulfilled and enduring and experience enduring success and fulfilling lives are people who usually don't go on the broad way. The broad way is easy. But the end is not good. The broad way can be nice. But the ultimate is dangerous. The Bible says there is a way. We seem it right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14, 12. Proverbs 16, 25. There is a way. It's repeated twice. There is a way. We seem it right unto a man. The end thereof is a way of death. Follow God. Follow God. Follow God. Now, Following God means that you would disfollow some other things. Are you here with me? A lot of people want to follow God and they also want to follow their old girlfriend. It doesn't work. You can't follow God and your old girlfriend. You end up following God or you end up go, you go back following your old girlfriend. You don't do the two together. 
That's why Jesus says, if any man will come after me, number one, let him deny himself. Take up his cross. So deny some people. There are some people who no longer can be your friend. He said, we've been together. We've known ourselves for a very long time. May I ask you, this long time, what has been the most useful, productive impact you've had on your life? Rather, all the virtues you used to espouse and believe in, now you are beginning to question them. You question whether or not it's okay to tithe. You question whether or not it's okay to come to church. You question whether or not whether it's okay to be part of a prayer meeting. What is this? What, what does? What is the end goal of all of these things? That is a proof that gradually they are shaping you. Many people can come to church, but not many pattern their lives after what is taught because they already have a circle within which they are flowing. Watch it. Follow God. Somebody say follow God. Number two, follow the Bible. Follow what? Follow the Bible. If you want to do well in life, follow the Bible. Follow the Bible. Yesterday, I was teaching on Excel service. It's interesting that a man is about to begin his life. And the first thing God hands into his hands is a book. Somebody say a book. Can you imagine that you are going to, your father is dying and he has no money giving, he's not giving you any money, he's not giving you any estate, and he hands you a book. Oh, Papa Mobra. Is that not what we say? But do you know that the book is still the most powerful thing? If I gave a great house to my son, he could, that house can catch fire and you lose everything. But if I gave him a book and the book sees his mind, dominated his mind, because it is out of what was in my mind that helped me to be able to acquire what we see on the outside. So if I'm able to pass that knowledge, that virtue, that character into him, and he's able to acquire that, he may lose something on the other side. But because what is in him is what created the outside, he will still get it. Am I complicating it? A book. A book. And yet, it's unfortunate that this generation is a generation that does not appreciate book at all. When was the last time you picked a book to read? When was the last time you picked a book to read? You watch all manner of things on social media. You are married for five years. And you have never read anything of material. The only thing you last remember is the counseling you went. And even the counseling, your mind was driven by uh, adrenaline or whatever they call it, libido. It was, that's all. You are not thinking about the counseling. Because that's what happens, really. Most people, when they are doing the counseling, they, they, when they go and they are hit with the challenge, that's when they become, I should have taken the lessons very seriously. Am I communicating here? You read nothing. And you expect to excel? No. People don't excel by luck. They excel by light. The light shined in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Now listen. Listen to me real good. All knowledge is great. But the knowledge of God is superior. All knowledge is great. But the knowledge of God is superior. All knowledge is great. But the knowledge of God is superior. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of learning. The beginning of wisdom. As long as you continue to ignore the Bible, Satan will still continue to have advantage over you. I'm telling you. As long as the word is not in you richly, 
you always be disappointed. Your emotions will be up and down. And you think that, I don't know why I, I feel today, I feel this way, that tomorrow, I feel that way. All of us feel that way sometimes. But every time a negative feeling comes, there's a counter response from the word. There's a reservoir, a deposit of the word in our heart, in our spirit, that is able to generate a response. You continue to feel that same way. Please and please don't joke. Listen, you can joke with many things, but don't joke with the knowledge of God's word. It will save you. Financially, it will save you. It will keep you alive. In fact, the book of Proverbs, he said, length of days is in the right hand. And in the left hand are riches and honor. For thy days shall be multiplied, and all thy days shall be days of peace. Are you here with me? I mean, there's a generation that can so read God's word if we so want to read. It's on your phone. When I got born again, I was in the university. I used to use this four parallel Bible. So heavy. Amplify NASB. Heavy. My Bible, if I, you pick my Bible from Katanga or when I was living, the Bibles alone will fit a, a big a, a Jew back. When Pastor Bans came here, you remember what he said? That's all I had when I was in the university. Everything I have today is a product of that. Now, let me tell you, everything was made by the word. Nothing makes the word. Everything was made by the word. Everything was made by the word. Everything was made by... Marriage was made by the word. So, as long as you continue to ignore the word, you'll be frustrated in marriage. Children were made by the word. As long as you continue to ignore the word, you'll be frustrated by the same children that God has given you. Don't set the word aside. Don't get too busy about nothing and neglect the most important thing. That's what Jesus told Martha. He said, thou art troubled about many things. One thing is needful. One thing is needful. One thing is needful. May you not discover what is needful too late. One thing is needful. One thing is needful. One thing is needful. You have no time. There's podcast. Messages are loaded. You won't listen. Midweek service, you won't come. Excel service, you won't come. And when you have challenges, you run to me. Oh, it's a new day. Because by the grace of God, there are sermons that will address every problem. Yeah. The, the yes, I have taught. There are several things. So when I come and I see that you are not the serious type, you come with fear, I'm not going to waste my time and pray for you on fear. Go listen to the fear series. When you finish, come back, let's talk. Am I communicating? You see, people have problems. And when you give them the solution to their problem, they still want you to solve it for them instead of taking it and doing it. Follow God. Somebody say, follow God. Follow the scriptures. Number two, follow your church. Somebody say, follow your church. Follow your church. Don't sit in the church and call me your pastor. When you don't follow the instructions I give, you don't follow what we do, you are not a participator in the things we do. That is what this teaching is about. This is follow your church part two. Yeah. If I don't see you, I don't see you as a follower. You can't sit in your house. One month you have not come to church, then you send me a message. Papa, I'm having these uh, stomach problems. I'm, able, I'm not able to sleep. If you sat under the anointing that we have been all meeting under, that problem will be solved without my laying hands on you. Am I communicating here? Yeah. I don't pastor people at home. I pastor people in church. Am I communicating here? That's, that's what we do. That's what we do. You don't have time for God, but you want pastor to have time for you. 
Follow your church. And then follow your spiritual leader. Somebody say, follow your spiritual leader. Say that, follow your spiritual leader. As he follows Christ. Be good followers. And then, of course, follow good followers of your spiritual leader and follow good things. Somebody say, follow good things. Say, follow good things. Say it aloud, follow good things. What does it mean to follow your church? We said, to follow your church is to be planted. Somebody say, planted. What does it mean to follow your church? It is to be, say it aloud, to be planted, to be planted, to be stabilized. That's a follower. A follower of the church is stabilized. Not moving head to scatter. Follower. Number two, what does it mean to be a follower of a church? Is to be known, is to be known and be known by your pastor and other members of the church. Ask your neighbor, who knows you here? Turn to your neighbor and say, who knows you here? Who knows you here? Apart from pastor, who knows you here? Who knows you here? Who do you know and who knows you here? And yet, you, you can go and tell people outside that they said they are not friendly. That said they are not friendly. They are into themselves. You are the number one person into yourself. When we wanted to reach out and you frown your face, who wants to identify with somebody who is depressed? Be known. Somebody say, be known. Be known. Listen, be known. That is why when we relaunched the cell, everybody who is not in actively participating is not with us. Yeah, it's not with us. If you are not actively participating, because at, at this level, we will know everybody. But at the cell level, we can know everybody. And so once you don't join, we call for cell meeting, you don't appear. It means we don't know you. You don't want us to know you. And if you don't want us to know you, we will also make, keep it as such. So when you have a problem, don't come and tell us because we don't know you. Are you here with me? Yeah. Number three is to participate. Somebody say participate. participate. Read it. Participate. Designed to bring growth and advancement to the church. Participate everything. I'm just talking about sales. Participate. We are praying. You participate. We are going for picnic or uh, uh, games. You are participating. We are going for evangelism. You are participating. We are giving for efforts. You are participating. We are giving tithes and offering. You are participating. First fruit. We are participating. But you can't sit here and be passive. And expect that we will accord you the curtsies of membership in the local church. No. Brotherly love, we will show you. But the curtsies that go with membership, it's only reserved for those who are serious. And I will show you that consistently, this, this is not my viewpoint. This is a biblical viewpoint. Somebody say a biblical viewpoint. The reason why when I teach, I teach in points and I have scripture. Most of the time, some of the points I give... They are more than the ones I actually receive. But I share with you those I could get scripture to back them up. Because I am not a, a, a public speaker. I'm not a motive. I'm a Bible teacher. So if I can't get a foundation in the word, it's not worth it. Participate. Everything. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. He said that which every joint supplies. Every joint must supply something. Every joint. Ephesians four sixteen, please. Let's read it together. One go. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each it helps other parts to grow so that the whole body is and growing and full of can you see that? Now what happens if each part is not doing a special work? 
The other parts will not grow. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I need you to grow. You need me to grow. So if I'm doing my part, you are not doing your part, you are not going to grow well. We are not. And that's what scripture says, that the body should be healthy. Oh, this church is not friendly. Yes, it shows that we are not healthy. What are you doing about that part? What are you doing about that part? Number four, uh -huh, to follow your church is to be what? Financially committed to your church. That's what it means. Financially committed. Financially committed. You see, life is said that anywhere your money goes there, your heart goes there. Your heart what? Anywhere your money goes there. Anywhere your money goes there. The more money you give to God, the easier it is for you to remain with God. I have realized that. In fact, the day I taught on an intimate follower and finished, the Spirit of God drew my attention to the fact that those who are intimate followers, one of the keys that will help you to be an intimate follower is to be a generous giver. When you give so much to the church, your, your heart becomes bound to the church. You can't afford to see the church collapse. Am I communicating here? That's what it is. But when you have not made any meaningful investment there, country broke or no broke with the inside, that's your mentality. To be financially committed. Ask your neighbor, are you financially committed here? Of course, number five is to fall in love passionately with the church. Somebody say, I love my church. Say it, I love my church. Say, I love my church. And then, of course, we said that to be, to be a follower of the church is what? Is to be active on all social media handles of the church. Somebody say, be there. Be there. Where we are, you should be there. Whatever we are doing, you are participating. You are using it as your DP. I met a dietitian, I think somewhere early part of January or so. And when I met her, she told me, ah, when she saw me, and she said, ah, you look very familiar. Then she said, do you know Dr. Mandy? I said, yes. She's a, one of the leaders in our, she's a deaconess in our church. He said, yeah, are you Pastor Fokwa? I said, yes. He said, I've been seeing you on her DP. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, I've been seeing you on her DP. What do people see on your DP? What do people see? Last week, I saw something very sad in the night. I saw one guy who passed through this church some time back. I think he's a, he's a French guy or so. He passed through this church some time back. And in the night, I saw that Facebook, there is this, this thing, that he had used woman bottles as this thing. And it was, every time I, I looked at the picture came. <laughs> I told mommy, I said, this guy, what has gotten over him? Immediately, I asked mommy, how do you unfriend somebody? <laughs> no, 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 no. How do you unfriend somebody? She said, she doesn't know. I just went quickly, pa, 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 I checked and I unfriended him. Am I communicating here? I am protecting my mind. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm protecting my mind. What do you share? Some of you, things you share, they are unworthy of a child of God. There are things you share. They are unworthy of a child. And you share them. And there are some of us, we share nothing. You can't be in this generation and share nothing. Because if you are sharing nothing, you are contributing to the mess. And all kinds of foolish things are on social media. Why are you not sharing wise things on social media? Why are you not sharing messages? Why are you not directing traffic to the right place? Because whether you like it or not, human beings will go there. Satan will take advantage of people there. So why don't you become serious and share something powerful that can change people's life? 
As for me, I'm not a social media person. If that was where your money was going to come from, you'll be there. It just shows the, the deceitfulness of your heart. You're a liar. You're a liar. And you are selfish because you are not getting anything out of it. You are not involved. Even if Christ is honored through it. Am I communicating here? Yeah. You are active. You are active. Oh, well. Let's follow. Why must you follow your church? Number one, because Christ loved the church. Somebody say, Christ loves the church. Why follow your church? Because Christ, say it, Christ loves. Number two, why must you follow your church? Because Christ died to establish. Oh, say it, Christ died to establish. Say it, Christ died to establish. That's why you must follow your church. Christ died to establish the church. That's why he came to die. Easter, 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 Nina, and ya coconut nice dress. Christ came to die. That's what Easter is about. Christ came to die. That's why the spirit, the real spirit of Easter is the spirit of sacrifice. When we do Easter, one of the things we need to constantly remind ourselves is what are we sacrificing for Christ? What can we sacrifice so that others can also be imparted by the life Christ brought to us? That's the spirit of Easter. It's not saying, No, 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 no. That's why the Friday, the Good Friday now, we are celebration. It wasn't a Good Friday for him. It was the, the, the worst day of his life. Where the human bonding, human beings, he had fellowship and he had bonded with for the past three and a half years. All of them abandoned him. And the worst of all is when the father who agreed with him to come execute this mandate, also he lifted up his, lifted up his eyes and he couldn't see him. And he cried on that cross, Eli, Eli, lama sabatani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? When he did that on the cross, he wasn't a, he wasn't a, a joyful sight. Today is joyful. On Easter Sunday, we can wear white and we are full of celebration. But we can celebrate while others are still dying. You know, when you are in a house and it's your birthday or it's a great day and somebody is dead in the house and the person is very important, you are not allowed to, to share some celebrations. Is that not what we do? In our natural settings, somebody dies and sometimes they can wear black for almost a year. Morning, somebody whose life didn't save the world. One whole year, we want to remember the person. And particularly in our setting, it's even worse. When you are even tired and you want to stop, some of them will be telling you, hey, let it last a little longer. Yeah. Let it last a little longer. But Christ came to die. His death, in his death, we have received life. In his death, we are supposed to help others find life. And here we are, busy celebrating and uh, chit-chatting. Christ loves the church. Somebody say, Christ loves the church. Christ died for the church. Number, number three, because membership in the local church identifies you as a true believer, a true child of God. Somebody say, I'm a child of God. A child of God. Say, I'm a child of God. Child of God. And, my and my membership in the local church the local identifies me as such. Yeah, your membership in the local church. You, you see, never be deceived. The Bible talks about doctrines of devils. You don't need a church, you can be a good Christian. It's like you don't need a school, but you can be a good doctor. Do you believe that one? You met a doctor, he says, I've not been to medical school. 
I've not done the basics. I've never done anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, any of those things. I've not done any of those things. But I am a doctor. You can trust me. Take my word for it. I'm a doctor. And you can believe that and trust your life into that person's hand. It's the same thing. It's when somebody tells you you don't need a church, you, you don't have to be in a church. You can be a good Christian all by yourself. Listen, you can be a good moralist all by yourself, but you can be a good Christian without being part of a body of Christ. Am I communicating here? Yeah. Christianity is not a solo life. It's a communal life. We are part of his body. So when you are not part of the body, you are not his. Are you here with me? You are not part of his body. You are not his. So stop deceiving yourself. Number four, because the fulfillment of your ministry in Christ is tied to your commitment to your local church. Somebody say the fulfillment of my ministry in Christ is tied to my commitment to the local church. Yeah, your commitment, your commitment. That is Colossians 4, 17. He said, and say to Archippus. Somebody say, say to Archippus. Say, say to Archippus. Yeah, say to Archippus. Now put your name there. Say to Afuakwa. Put your name there. Take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord that you may fulfill it. You have to fulfill that ministry. Because on the day of judgment, you'll be called to account. On the day of judgment, you'll be called to account. I gave you the opportunity to work at Cocoa Board. And I put you in Cocoa Board, not just to earn money, but there were a lot of people there who were on their way to hell. And you were supposed to be the light of the place. And you couldn't even lead one soul to the Lord. Stand on this side. Stand on this side. I was speaking to one of our pastors this week, and I was telling him that your work is your mission field. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your work is your mission field. And when you are on a mission, there is a, you are very alert. You are looking for every opportunity to fulfill the mission. Is that not it? You are looking for every opportunity. Some of you sit in your offices when somebody is coming and when he's talking. You are looking for opportunities to invest in whatever business you are dealing. You are a lawyer, but you are, dealing, you are doing a case for this business guy. And every time he's talking to you, you are looking at this guy. How can I get the most out of him? It's not bad, but it's dangerous. And you have lost your sense of mission as a Christian. When you are not looking at how best, what will be the best opportunity for me to introduce Christ to such a person? I'm not communicating here. That is one who is a missionary Christian. That's a missionary. One who is on a mission for the Lord. Listen, I've said it again and again. Your work only becomes a ministry to the extent that you use it to advance the cause of Christ on the earth. That's it. Other than that, it's just for you. Because what you are doing, unbelievers are doing the same thing. Unbelievers do the same thing. They are unbelieving lawyers, unbelieving doctors, unbelieving uh, uh, bankers. Unbel they are there everywhere, everywhere. And they all do it to get money. So what do you get differently? It's the same level. But when your own is introducing people to Christ, establishing them in the Lord, get, that is where it is becoming a ministry. And that is where you are getting an eternal reward for it. Other than that, your reward is what you are receiving here. Your reward is what you are receiving here. Fulfill your ministry. Somebody say, fulfill your ministry. And then, of course, number five, we said, because your financial, say it, your financial and total well-being in this life is tied to your when you are in Ghana, you obey the laws of Ghana. You know so? 
When you are in the UK, you, you obey the laws of the UK. When you are in the kingdom of God, you follow the principles of the kingdom of God. You can't say that, ah, now these people, they don't even go to church and they are millionaires. That is speaking foolishly. You are speaking as if you don't know where you are. It's like going to London and say, no, if I go to court, they have to use Ghana law to judge me. I'm a Ghanaian, so use Ghana law. They will deal with you and let you know that you won't dictate how things are run. In the kingdom of God, there is a way things are done. Somebody say, there is a way things are done. Things are done in a particular way and you have to follow it if you are going to do well in the kingdom. For us, we don't earn what we get. God gives it to us as a matter of stewardship and responsibility. So when we demonstrate our faithfulness, so I like it when the book of Proverbs chapter 28 verse 20, he said, a faithful man shall abound with blessing. A faithful man, a faithful man, a faithful man shall abound with blessing. But he that maketh his to be rich shall not be innocent. He shall not be unpunished. Give me the King James Version. He that maketh his to be rich. Why is it that you are earning money every month, but you are not giving the tithe to God? Because you want to be rich quick. You want to accumulate all and get everything. Finish your house. Finish your new project. Finish that. So even God's money is now being channeled into it. That's what the Bible said. He that maketh haste to be rich, you will not be innocent. The new kingdom says you will be punished. You will be. And we saw it last week when Hagar, when they were going, the Bible said they labored hard. But when they brought it home, <laughs> there were holes in their purses. Holes, 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 holes. And I pray that every hole in your purse shall be sealed. May the mercy of God seal every hole. As you make a commitment from today to honor God faithfully. Amen. Can somebody give me a believing amen? amen? You see, God's word cannot be bended for you. You bend yourself. You align yourself with the word. The word doesn't change for you. You allow yourself to be changed by the word. That's what happens. We all, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, with open face, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed, changed, transformed, metamorphosed into the same image from glory to glory. Of course, number six, I said that you must be part of a church family because you need to be watched over. Somebody say watched over. Watched over. Say watched over. watched over. And protected from what? Lions, bears, and wolves out there. Yeah, there are lions there. Somebody say there are lions there. There are lions there. When you see gone too soon, don't just think that it just happened accidentally. Painful as it. What a shock. It's not, it, it doesn't just happen on uh, it's happening. Oh, no, God doesn't work like that. God doesn't work like that. There are lions out there. Lions. The Bible said, behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Serpents and what? Scorpions. Serpents and scorpions are places when you step, you are stepping on serpents. And if you step on serpents and there is nothing strong under your feet, you are gone already. And when we come into fellowship, God brings us under the watchful eye, not only of his eye, but of leadership. So in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17, Hebrews 13, 17. He said, obey those who, watch, who have rule over you. Be submit, for they watch for your soul. They watch. 
They are what men? What men? You don't have a pastor. You don't have a pastor because you don't want to be instructed. You don't have to be, you don't want to be corrected, so you don't have a pastor. And for me, I go to church. Anytime my friend is doing something, he just invites me. I don't, I don't trust anybody. You don't trust anybody, but you trust your boss. You don't trust anybody, you trust your wife. You don't trust anybody. You are just walking through life. Very soon, the devil will let you know that you must trust somebody. Because the Bible says, they that put their trust in God shall never be disappointed. Listen, and listen real good. The world is not as you see it. There's more to the world than dressing up, putting on your tie and going to work. There are principalities and powers who control affairs in the universe. There are people, once they point their finger to you like this, you are not coming back. Some of them, you, are, you just meet them casually. You greet them. And the moment you greet them, there must be something that is on you that is preserving and protecting your life. I'm not communicating here. You heard the brother's testimony. When you go with your natural eye, they will kill you in a natural way. Because you are not living in a natural world. The Bible says we do business in the world. In the Passion Translation of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. We do business in the world. We operate in the world. We go to court like everybody else. We go to hospital like everybody else. We do. But our weapons are not kind We do. We do all of that. For the weapons of our warfare are not kind But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. For though we we live in the natural realm. Please follow this. We live where? Yeah. You bath in the natural realm. You eat in the... We don't wait military campaign employing human weapons. Using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. There are def defenses people hide. People hide. People hide. You will not be a victim. Say, you will not be a victim. Amen. When David was taking care of the sheep, he said a lion came and a bear came. How many of you remember that story? Yeah. A lion came. So as long as you are a sheep, a lion is coming after you, a bear is coming after you. And when a lion comes and a bear comes, who will be there to defend you? Who is there praying in the middle of the night for you? Who is there interceding for you? Not somebody you are paid, but somebody that God has employed and set over you as your shepherd. Who is doing that for you? Who is doing that for you? You are just going through life. You think everything is fine. <laughs> Number seven is what? God's word guarantees what? For every faithful follower. Let me close with this. How to follow your church? How do you follow your church? Now we are looking at how do I follow my church? How do I follow my church? Number one, follow your church by attending every service of a church. Somebody say, attend every service. Amen. Yeah, follow your church by attending every service of the church. Hebrews 10, 25. And this is not the time to pull away. Somebody say, don't pull away. Stand to your neighbor and say, don't pull away. Don't pull away from midweek service. Discoveries. Don't pull away from prayer meetings. Don't pull away. This is not the time to pull away. And neglect meeting together as some have formed the habit of doing. You see, there are good habits and there are bad habits. Habit of drinking every evening is a dangerous habit. I mean, beer, appetite. Yes, if you, are, you have the habit of drinking, it's a dangerous habit. 
Habit of spending without thinking is a dangerous habit. Habit of not brushing your teeth twice a day is a dangerous habit. Praise the Lord. Habit, habit of repeating pants two times is a dangerous habit. Habit of coming in the midst of people without using deodorant or lime and just walking about and expecting everybody to breathe in the Holy Ghost is a dangerous habit. It's a dangerous habit. It's a bad habit. And it can rob you of certain great opportunities. It's a bad habit. And habit of coming to church once a week, once a month, once in three weeks, is a dangerous habit as well. That's what the Bible is saying. It says some people have formed their habit. Prayer meeting. Some people, they will come for midweek, they will come for, but prayer meeting, they will never show up. They will never show up. When you are fasting, they are not there. Even the fasting, from the Wednesday, they can come Monday, Tuesday. They, they, they won't come Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, they will come because they know we won't pray much on that day. We are going to teach the word of God. Let me tell you, if you don't put fire on your tail, eh, this is a very wicked generation. This is a very wicked generation. The Bible said the whole world lies in wickedness. So you can't live your life. Look, 1 Peter 5, 8. He said, be sober. Be watchful because you have an adversary. His name is the devil. And he's not just walking about. He, look at that. Be sober. Can you see that with me? Be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. How many people will see a lion running around and then you are just there dancing? I'm walking away from the troubles in my life. Hey! When a lion is, <laughs> you will not even come close. When you see a lion, in fact, when you are told there's a lion, I remember a couple of months ago, at the early part of the year or last year, there's this guy who is one rich young guy in Accra. There, he bought a lion and brought him to his house. They told him, listen, human beings don't live with lions. He said he has done all the security decent checks. And for that one, I really respected the Ghana law. Yeah, human beings don't live with lions. That I have made the, all the arrangements. Uh, uh, there is not a risk to the neighborhood. Who determines a lion is not a risk to a neighborhood? You, you want to die. Offer yourself as a death sacrifice to the lion. But don't kill people with the neighborhood. Now, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. The Bible says, Satan walks about like a lion. God wants you to know that you have an enemy whose eye is red. And he's looking for you. He's not just sitting down. Looking for so when we call for a prayer meeting, be it on Zoom or at church, and you are staying at uh, in the house, you are giving Satan, I am available. Use me, use me, devil, use me, Lord. Lion, you can chew me. That's what you are saying. That's what you are. Do you know why Daniel was not chewable? He had fired himself up in prayer, he was praying three times daily. So by the time the lion came, the man was a lion in the spirit, and lions don't eat lions. Lions don't eat lions. Lions don't eat lions. You are just sitting down and just we are called for prayer meeting, whether on Zoom or in church, you will not appear. When you go and they see you, they say, You I see that uh, some people have taken you somewhere. No, they didn't take you. That one is just the one he saw. They have been taking you long ago. Your name is there, it's body imprinted in the shrine. And they are counting very soon it will be your turn. Shall not be your turn in Jesus' name. You see, that's what church is about. That's what church is about. 
That's what church is about. I'm not going to lose any young man here and come and stand at the burial ground and, and say, the Lord gives, the Lord takes. Because it's not a proper, it's not a proper way to describe my God. God is not a, a, listen, people make mistakes and their mistakes can cost them. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, it said, neither be thou foolish. That scripture helped me a lot. As a young man, when I learned to drive, I, 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 I love speed. Speed! Crazy speed. When I sit in a car, and it's not moving. I'm not in the car. It has to move. My Honda CRV, I drove from Kumasi to Accra. Before the road was repaired, two and a half hours. Kumasi to Accra. I can fire. Then one day the Holy Ghost opened my eyes. He said, Neither be thou foolish, neither be thou weak. Why should you die before your time? I said, Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. He gave me two reasons why people die before their time. Either they are foolish or they are wicked. I'm a child of God. I can't walk in wickedness. And, but I can choose to walk in foolishness. Am I complicating here? Foolishness is knowing what the word of God tells you to do and you will not do it. He says, watch and pray. You say, I'll watch and play. Watch and pray. Don't neglect fellowship. He said, no. I uh, mean, my boys, my, uh, well, uh, my, 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 my company is uh, my youth fans. So that's where you are. You are more committed to them. All students association. More committed to them. There is no meeting they call on WhatsApp that you not appear. You have appointed yourself. They are looking for treasure. You appoint yourself. Whatever they want to do. You, you, have just, you are championing it. And you think that. That is a shield of protection for you. I pity you. Satan is out on the loose. He is out on the loose. Listen. I had to make people fear Satan. But if you don't fear him, he can also kill you. You have to know that he's there and that he is not for you. He's against you. He's looking for you. Am I communicating here? I mean, why should I come and be dining with you in your house when you have told me? No, 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 no. I'm not a fool. Yeah. If you want to give me something, I'll receive it from my father. I'll send somebody to collect it. I'll, you will not see my face like this. I'm not a fool. Am I communicating here? Oh, I don't mean it. The fact that you said it. Am I communicating here? The fact that you said it. Now you may not mean it, but tomorrow you may mean it. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Listen, God has given us who Satan is. When you are a child of God, Satan is against you. You don't have to invite him. You don't have to sin. You don't. Satan is just against you. It's not because, oh, I don't see me. I don't commit adultery. This is no weapon fashion against me. No, 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 no. He's against you. So if someone is against you, when he's firing, you're also firing. Am I communicating here? You don't go to war and say, as for me, ah, this sister, he looks too nice. I think he likes me. I will not kill me. No, 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 no. That's why he's your enemy. That's why you have a gun. Shoot your gun. You are looking for me to kill me. I will kill you first. Am I communicating here? I will fire first. So when I sleep and I wake up, I have to make sure that I have fired. If it's some 30 minutes of tons, I'll fire before I step out. Because as I'm stepping out, I'm walking on serpents and scorpions. I'm going to offices. I'm going to places. I'm meeting people. And all the places I'm walking, I'm walking on serpents and scorpions. You just sit in your car. Ah. Father, today, then you do the Roman sign. 
plus God minus devil. <laughs> then you are going. Then you are going. You won't be a victim. Amen. Attain. That's what the Bible says. It says, one thing I have desire of the Lord that I will seek after. I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. How can you be so excited about sports? You are less excited about church. Some 23 that people love to quote, they usually forget, I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. They forget it. They forget it. If you can't be in service twice a week, is it in the house of God you can be? Number two, follow your church by serving faithfully in a ministry group in your church. Somebody say serve. 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 You see, when you come to church and you don't participate in any ministry group, sooner or later, you will lose your fire. Canality sets in easily when people don't fully commit. First Peter 4.10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. Somebody say, use your gift. Now listen, look at what he said. Each of you should use your gift, whatever gift you have received, to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Romans 12, verse 3, TPT. Uh, Passion translation, quickly. Romans 12, verse 3. God has given me grace to what? Okay. I would ask each of you self-promotion and not create false image of your importance. He said, honestly assess your word by using your God-given faith as a standard of measurement. And then you will see your true value with an appropriate self-esteem. Now continue. Verse 4. He says, verse 4. In the human body, there are many parts and organs, each one with a unique function. Verse 5. He says, and so it is in the body of... In the body of... What, what is the body of Christ? The church. You remember, Jesus is the head and the church is his body. For though we are many, we have been mingled into one body in... Continue. This means that we are vitally joined to one another with each contributing to the others. That's why I said you can't be a Christian staying in your house. Verse 5. And so it is in God's marvelous grace imparts to each of us varying gifts. So if God has given you the grace gift of prophecy... Activate your gift by using the proportion of faith you have to prophesy. Verse 7, he says, If grace gift is seven, then thrive in seven others well. If you have the grace gift of teaching, then be actively teaching and training others. Verse 8, If you have the grace gift of encouragement, then use it often to encourage others. If you are of giving to meet the needs of others, then may you prosper in your generosity without fanfare. If you have the gift of leadership, be passionate about leadership. And you have the gift of showing compassion, then flourish in your cheerful display. All of us. Nobody is bereft of one of these. All of us. You have some. Because you don't want to service here, you don't know your gift. Yeah. You don't know your gift. Because you don't want to serve. Number three, follow your church by cooperating with your spiritual leaders. Somebody say cooperate with your spiritual leaders. Can I tell you something? You see, as for church, eh, when you join church and you feel that you cannot be submissive and cooperate with the spiritual leaders of the church, please don't waste your time. Just move. Turn to your name and say just move. Don't waste your time at all. Move quickly. Because it's not going to benefit you. Your time there, your sacrifices there, your investment there, it will not benefit you whatsoever. 
Simple as that. I didn't write it. Scripture said it. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. Let's read it together. One go. Obey your spiritual leaders and recognize their authority. For they keep watch over your soul without resting since they have to give an account to God for their work. So it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. Now reverse it. Reverse it. Disobey your spiritual leaders and don't recognize their authority. For no, they will not watch over your soul. That's what it also means. Just reverse it. They will not watch over your soul. They will not watch over your soul since you are in charge. And they won't give account on you. So when we come to your life and there's a matter and we are correcting you, it's because I have an account to give. When I'm teaching you strong and I'm passionate, emphasizing something, it's because I know I have an account to give. That's why last week I was telling you about my role in your life as your pastor. I know pastors whose sole responsibility is not make millionaires. That is not the job God gave me. Yeah. I'm not called to raise millionaires. If you become a millionaire by working with the word of God, is fine. But that's not my primary responsibility. My primary responsibility is to equip you so you will do what Christ will have you do in his body. Am I communicating here? Am I communicating here? Only spiritual people are clapping because we are greedy and we want money. That's what we want. We want money. We want money. We want money. One of the things that the prosperity gospel has produced is a bunch of greedy Christians. That's all they want. They want money. But you check the last six months, they have not given me one, one cent to go. I have never zeroed my attention on anybody who has entered our church very rich. And some of them have gone and uh, come and gone. Never. Never. There was one man sometime here. She came and dropped 20,000. I didn't even look at it. They, they called me and told me. I didn't look at it. Because you see, it's easy to drop that than to faithfully tithe. Am I communicating here? Yeah, most of the people who drop that, most of the time they don't even tithe. And by the time they are given 20,000, they have received over 40,000 dollars. That is where and, and they are, that's, that is how it works. So sometimes people think that rich people give, a lot of them don't give. They are very stingy because they don't know the Lord. But sometimes you meet a poor widow. And because her heart is with the Lord, she can give everything she has. And God is more pleased with that than somebody who just drops something just to show off and has no relationship with God. I'm not communicating here. I'm not one pastor who will connect with you because you have money. I will connect with you, number one, because you have a heart for God. And then if you have money, it becomes a blessing. But if you just have money and you don't have a relationship with God, because, listen, if any man who wants to relate with me because you are rich, it's because you need something. And what you are most likely to be in need of is protection, spiritual cover. So you want to use me as a prayer contractor and I'm wiser than that. I'm not communicating here. I'm wiser than that. I'm wiser than that. Wiser than that. Wiser than that. Wiser than that. I remember I went to Accra some time back and a friend called me and said, oh, there's this man he has been praying with and he's spoken a lot to him about me. So, he will be glad if I accompany him. I asked him the first question. Where does he go to church? He said, oh, he really doesn't. Because of his schedule, he's not able to go to church consistently. I said, who is his pastor? He said, uh, I've been praying with him. I said, listen, don't help him to continue in a path that will lead him to destruction. 
I'm not going. I told him I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not. Listen, I understand supernatural provision. I was in Koforidua doing ministry full time. Full time. I didn't know anybody in Koforidua except the family I was hosting. One day, I was, one week, I was so broke. Very broke. I didn't have anything. And if you know Koforidua, I was staying at Koforidua Old Estate. And the church is close to Koforidua Galloway Junction. Where you are on your way to uh, Koforidua uh, uh, So broke. I was in my room. When whether it's an angel or not, a young man came to knock. He says he has received his first national service pay. And the spirit of God told him he should look for me and bring the money to me. Am I communicating here? God knows how to serve manna to his people. Are, are you getting what I'm talking about? I, no, no. Your purse is too small for me to depend upon it. God knows. Those who trust him, he will never put them to shame. So I'm not going to waste my time on you for how much will you give me that God cannot give me? How much? One gentleman who was uh, this is a very renowned guy. He's done this. When we started church came, oh, I'll give you a keyboard. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. I didn't call him again. We used to be a bit close. I started redrawing. I'm not communicating. Maybe next year he will bring the keyboard. If you won't learn to put your trust in God and look to man, you'll be disappointed. Let your heart be with the Lord. That's what is important. The reason why people struggle to give is because their heart is not with God. They just fake it. Fake it. Fake it. And they give all kinds of... Your heart is not with God. Your heart is not with God. And that's why he can't trust you with so much. Because he knows that if he puts it in your hand, you will multiply your wives. If he puts it in your hands... You will multiply unnecessary uh, relationships. So let me keep you at your level. That shall not be your testimony. Yeah. Turn to your neighbor and say, cooperate with your spiritual leaders. Spiritual. Yeah. Don't make your cell leader struggle. Please take your seat. We call you for cell meeting and you won't pick the call. You will not return the call. This new face of the church, eh, we, are, we will delete your name from the book of life. We'll just delete it and we'll concentrate on those who are serious. Am I communicating here? No, we are not going to waste our time at all. At all. If you want to serve God, serve him. If you don't want to serve him, let's concentrate on those who are serious and they want to serve him. Because all the time, there are people who are serious and they want to serve God. Am I communicating here? There are people. There are people. There are people who are hungry. We were here doing camp. People were online, called, and said that they wish, how they wish they were part of the meeting. And somebody was in the meeting sleeping. Somebody is yearning for an in-person experience. Another person is in the meeting. So there's hunger. You see, one currency in the spirit that is most expensive and that is the principal currency is the currency of hunger. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for they shall be filled. God doesn't just fill anybody. Those who are hungry and thirsty, those are the ones he fills. So if you are appointed a leader, a cell leader, don't waste your time. Be busy in the area. Evangelize. The people who will come, let them come. Those who are not serious, don't. when their matter comes, we will let them know that followers, followers follow leaders, not the other way around. The Bible says, cooperate with your spiritual leaders. I'm saying these things because we are in a defining moment in our church. There are some things we have done over the period we are not doing again. So as I'm teaching, I'm emphasizing it. 
Because you see, there is a way you show love that allows people to continue in misbehavior and irresponsibility. And we are not doing that again as a church. We are not doing that again at the church. There are people the Bible says we should be available for them when they need help. They are clearly defined. And I'll show you from the scriptures. They are there. It's not everybody who has a need in the church. He's marrying. He's doing baby dedication that we are supposed to be there. No. It's not everybody. The fact that you are with us. No, 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 no. There's a scriptural demand which you must fulfill for us to be there. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Because an army that decides to deplete its resources and uses its resources for useless stuff. When the day of battle comes, they won't have enough. I'm not communicating here. That's why U.S. is not sending its uh, patriot missiles to Ukraine. They, their first responsibility is towards their citizens. And our first responsibility as ELC will be number one to those who are committed. Those who are what? Committed. If you are not committed, we don't know you in a cell. We don't know you in a service unit. Forget it. When things happen, we will wish you well. The Lord be with you. Because at the end of the day, when it happens, you will still live anyway. So be going. I'm not communicating here. You see, you see the way you are calm? People don't like truth. That's why we are where we are. He wants to go there and do his own thing. And then when he has a problem, he will now come and pretend I'm your pastor. I don't know you. Jesus said on that day, you say, I did this, I did that. He said, I don't know you. If God can tell you, he don't, doesn't know you. Me as your pastor, I can tell you I don't know you. You can't stay in your house all week, all month, and then uh, we, 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 a few of us will gather here, go for evangelism, do all of that. A few of us will give tithe, give offering. We use it to service the bill. And when you have a challenge, you run and you want us to come and no, 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 no. Don't be irresponsible. We are smarter than that. We have the mind of Christ. I'm not communicating here. Listen, the love of God is overwhelming in my heart. Love is not disorderly. That's what the Bible says. Go and read 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Love does not behave itself unseemly. Genuine love is orderly. It's discipline. Follows what it needs to follow. Number four. Follow your church by availing yourself to be equipped to fulfill your ministry. Somebody say, follow your church. By availing yourself to be equipped to fulfill your ministry. Yeah, follow your church. When we say we are having a training meeting, be there. We are having a camp meeting, be there. Because that is what we are doing. We are doing that to equip you. Just as school is equipping you so you can earn more money, we are also equipping you so you can earn more medals in the kingdom. I'm not communicating here. Yeah, that's, that's what it's about. That's, that's what it's about. Ephesians 4, 11. He says, now these are the gifts God gave to the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers. Their responsibility, look at this. Their responsibility is what? I told you to follow Bible because some of you follow TV. Come to my church. Come for consultation. I will make you a millionaire. That is what we see on TVs. So a lot of people have their minds warped. Our mind, our imagination, our thinking has become so warped that we see church that way. We see church as a business making center. That's not it. It says their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. That's what a pastor. If you meet a pastor, and if I have 10 people who are available for me to do that, I will do that with them. Because at the end of the day, if I'm able to do that faithfully, God will tell me, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful. I will make you a ruler. That's what I'm committed to doing. Not just uh, meeting, casting my pearls before so I know. I know I'm going to pastor a very huge church. But even if I will pastor 10 people who are committed to this, 
I would rather pastor these 10 people than pastor a whole army of people who are not serious in their dedication and commitment to God. Am I communicating here? That's my responsibility. That's, that's my responsibility. That's what I want to do. So, avail yourself to be equipped. We call for workers meeting after service. Don't run off. If your boss called for a meeting, you will not run off. Why are you running away? Because you are kind why are you running away? Because you don't have value for eternal things. Why are you running away? Because you don't know that my responsibility does not end in your life after service. Some of you can avail yourself and do things, but you say, I'm afraid, and when we close service, I will not be able to get home early. When you have targets to meet in your office, they can keep you till 9 p.m., and you are okay to do that. Number five. Follow your church by giving consistently and sacrificially to advance the ministry of Christ through your local church. Somebody say, give sacrificially. You you see, something is controlling your mind as you are sitting in your house. So when you come to church, you allow God the opportunity to influence your mind. Give. As for giving, all of us will give to something. It is the value of what you are giving to that matters. Even those who don't give to church, they give to something. They give to something. There's nobody who eats all his money. All of us, we give our money to something or someone. The question is, of what eternal value is what you are giving your money to? Now, those who don't come to church, I don't believe in church, but he gives his money to Guinness every night. That's why he's giving his money. Gives it to a pack of cigarettes every night. Gives it to women every night. Such a person will sit on radio. And we say all manner of rubbish things about pastors and you are bought into it. And you have stopped giving to eternal cause. While he's giving to earthly useless stuff, you have stopped giving to eternal cause. Let me tell you, you will give whether you like it or not. You will give. Or better say, let me tell you, something will take your money. Something will take your money. God, you either give it to God so he blesses you in return, multiplies whatever you have, or you give it to the devil and at the end of the day, somebody who is giving drinking weed and drinking uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, smoking uh, tobacco every night. He's giving his money to the devil but ultimately, liver cirrhosis is waiting for him. That is where he's ending after all the generous contributions he has made to the cause of Guinness Ghana Limited. Follow your church. Somebody say, follow your church. Follow your church. Follow your church. church. Even if it's one Ghana tight, don't sit in church and don't tight. Don't sit in church and don't participate. You are doing first fruit. You you have received the money like this, but you have other agenda. Give sacrificially. You see people give sacrificially. Join them in the same. Give sacrificially. Turn to your neighbor and say, give sacrificially. Of course, follow your church by participating fully in every project or group designed to grow and increase the influence of a church. Somebody say participate. participate. Follow your church by what? Participating what? Fully in every project or program designed to grow and increase the influence of a church. Somebody say every program, every program. or project, project. designed design. to, to advance and increase the influence of a church. Influence of a church. Yeah, be part of it. Be part of it. Look at Exodus uh, 45. All the of the children of departed from where? The presence of Moses. Verse 21, let's go. Then everyone, then what? Only the rich. Only the working class. 
all the few people, only the business people. Look at this. Then everyone whose heart was stirred, everyone whose spirit was willing, and they brought the lost offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting for all of its service and for the holy garment. Look at verse 22. Let's read it together. They came, both men and women, as many as a willing heart, and brought earrings, nose rings, rings, necklaces, all jewelry of gold. That is every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord. Did you see that? Everybody was involved. Everybody. Everybody was involved. Everybody was involved. You see, when you benefit from a system and you don't make contribution to, to sustain the system, it is not that you are smart. It's a proof that you lack value. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's proof that you lack value. It's not that you are smart. <laughs> Secular wisdom will make you think that you are smart, but it's actually that you lack value. And when you lack value, you end up becoming valueless in life. Follow your church. By walking in love towards the brethren and living in harmony with one another. Somebody say, follow your church. By doing what? Walking in love towards the brethren and living in harmony with one another. Follow your church. That's how you do it. Follow your church. If you struggle to forgive a member of this church, and you are not talking to a member of this church, you are not following us. Oh, Papa, you don't know what they did. I don't care what they did. Because you, ask, you are saying that I don't know what they did, I also don't care what they did. Do you know what you did? That Christ shed his blood for you? Do you know? Follow your church by forgiving. Listen, if you are a godly Christian, you will never take a member of your church to court. If you are a proper one, a spiritual one, you will never take a member of your church to court. You will never, never because of money. Take a member of the body of Christ to court. That's what the Corinthian church was doing. They will carry one to court today. They will carry another to court tomorrow. They will carry... No, no, no. Listen, if you are taking somebody to court, let the person be an unbeliever. Because the unbelievers don't understand our language. Yeah, they don't understand our language. So when you are signing a contract with an unbeliever, you, 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 you are entering into agreement. You sign and let him sign and get a legal advice on it. But today, because we are not genuine Christians, even in church, people must still sign. People must not. Listen, truly, when you come to the office or you come to church for anything, we should not sign. When you pick, let's say, we are giving, pick an envelope. We are launching a book, pick an envelope. You should not, they should not write your name. If you are okay, pa, and the word of God is working, they should not write your name. They should not. They should not. Even those whose names have been written, they are acting like their names have not been written. Praise the Lord. So you can imagine if their names were not written. Everything is off. That's why you cannot command blessing and you are saying that even the unbelievers are doing better. When you say unbelievers are doing better, you have to think about it again. Yeah, Because unbelievers can do better than a believer. I don't believe that any unbeliever is better than me. Not at all. It's because, one, it's either the things, the things you are using to measure are wrong or you don't have a full picture of what an unbeliever is going through. No, 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 no. Unbeliever. You look at his car, so he's better. You look at his house, he's better. And these are very transient, useless stuff that can pass away in a second. Am I communicating here? Look at people's mansions that collapse when the earth just shook for a few seconds. 
for leading to the unfortunate passing of a Christian Nacho. Just a, a second. Second. Your whole world, if that's your house, that's your estate, you are gone. You are gone. I mean, I read amazing, horrible, horrible stories during the 2008 recession. People who died out of frustration. People who committed suicide. Those were more than people who lost stuff. More. Because their hope is built on nothing else than their property in Trasaco. Than their property somewhere. That's what the Bible says. Lay up treasures. Where nothing can come close. Am I communicating to somebody here? Walk in love and harmony. Don't be a cantankerous person in church. Don't. Don't. It's not a place to come and show off because most of the time, the thing that creates confusion and conflict is pride. 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 Pride makes people uh, uh, not uh, yielding. It makes them unyielding to correction. You correct them, they get offended. You draw their attention to something. It has to be this way. It has to be their way or no other way. That's pride. That's pride. And the church is not a place where you come and do that. And particularly when leadership steps in and you are being stubborn, you have already entered into error and Satan is up to destroy you. I'm not communicating here. Pride! Don't stay in church and your matter cannot be settled. EP comes in, it will not solve. Pastor Ray comes in, it will not solve. Nobody comes in. Even myself and mommy comes in. We went to a home of somebody to help them. At 12 midnight, we were leaving from that place to our house. By the time we go back, it was almost 1 a.m. When we finished, the person called the party involved and said, listen, I'm not become with you. This is how we will do it. And today, the thing didn't work. You think you are doing me? You are doing yourself. The Bible says, when you don't learn to cooperate, it will not go well with you. It's not a case. You see, a lot of people are, have brought on themselves all kinds of things. And they, they think it's this. There are scriptural principles. When you break them, they break you. When you break them, they break you. It's not, it's, not, it's not the case. I have never spoken in secret or in open, pronounce a case on anybody in my lifetime. And I won't do it. But there are scriptural principles. When you break, they will break you. The Bible says, on whosoever the stone will fall, it shall be broken. And on whosoever fallen on it shall also be broken. Don't be deceived. Don't sow seeds of this cup. You go here, you say that, you go here, you say that, you go. Meanwhile, this matter you are spreading, this person has come to apologize to you. And he has admitted that he erred. But you want people to know that this person has erred against you. You are still perpetuating it. And now, other people are withdrawing from such a person. And you are in church. And you are lifting your hands. And you are expecting God's blessing. No, something else is coming upon you. Something else dangerous has come upon you and whatever you are standing for. Let me tell you. Listen. The Bible says it's dangerous to be a stumbling block for one of these little ones for whom Christ died. When you become a stumbling block, when somebody leaves church because you offended the person and all you needed to do was to say, I'm sorry, but you felt too bossy to say it and the person goes and God forbid he lands up in hell. You'll be held accountable for his soul. You'll be held accountable for his soul. You think it's about money. It's not about money. There is something more precious than money. The blood of Christ. The Bible said you were not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver or gold. Such as silver or gold. Because of your money, the person can stop the church. Because of your money, you are willing to do anything just to get your money. Even if the person says, now because of you, because the person owns you, and what Dainikasa is feeling so uncomfortable, now he's no longer coming to church. And this person is also not going anywhere. 
because of your money. He has left church. He has left Christ on his way to hell. And you are expecting that he will meet you with a smile in heaven. Hey! You are in for disaster. I'm not communicating here. You are in for disaster. You see, it cost God his priceless, the ultimate price was paid for our salvation. That's why I tell people all the time, the most important thing in this life is salvation. And anything you do to help somebody get it, do it. Anything you can do so that somebody does not lose it, do it. These two things. Anything you will do for somebody to be saved, do it. Anything you will do so that somebody does not lose his salvation, please and please, I beg you in the name of the Lord, don't do it. Don't do it because it's risky. It's risky. Very dangerous. It's risky. It's risky. It's risky to create confusion in the body. The Bible says, in the church of Corinth, it says, because of this, some of you are dead. Some of you are sick. And some of you died before your time. In Corinth, though, in the church of Corinth, they were coming to the Lord's table together. They were feeding, but there was conflict ongoing on. The Bible said, because of these conflicts, some of you are sick. So can it, can it be possible that it's not your mama who is a witch? But because of that negative attitude you have in church, it has brought one sickness upon you or your business. Can it possibly be that? There are people who die prematurely and it's not because some, somebody killed them. It's because of their dishonor. The system they are in, if they continue behaving like that, if God does not take them, they will destroy the system. And God will rather take them and protect the system and save souls. I'm not communicating here. So he'll just take them. One single person, he will not allow you to destroy the whole thing. It's not everybody who goes home quickly and it's uh, no, 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 no. When you stand against the cause of Christ, he stands against you. Can I tell you something? When you stand against the cause of Christ, he will stand against you. Before, he will give you opportunities to be saved. And one of the opportunities to be saved is what you are getting now. This message you are hearing is an opportunity to be saved. It's an opportunity to change. But after hearing this again and again, you decide that this is me. This is how I want things done. I'm going to perpetuate it. It's a matter of time. That was what Herod did. And God stopped him. That was what Paul did. And he encountered Christ. Jesus said, it is hard for you to kick against the pricks. It is hard. It's a stubborn effort. Don't pursue it. It's hard. Job said, who has hardened himself against the Lord and prospered? Who has hardened himself against the Lord and prospered? Let not the love of money destroy the work of God. The Bible said, for this sake, some of you are sick. Some are dying. Some. And people think that it's because uh, somebody comes to the lost table after committing uh, fornication. No, 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 no. It's not those things. The kind of this thing that they were talking about, it's not those things at all. It's not those things. What Christ is most concerned about is what you do in his body. Now, <laughs> imagine that you have died to establish something and somebody is destroying what you died to establish. Just think about it for a moment. What you died, you died to establish it. And another person has stood up and is destroying what you use your debt to establish. And you are watching him in the natural. When you establish a business like that, even a business that is not done with your blood, when somebody wants to stop it, us, you don't deal with him lightly. Much more. You see, there are things that provokes the wrath of God against people. I'm telling you. It provokes, it unlocks the wrath of God. In the New Testament church, when Herod was killed, everybody became alert. They realized that this God kills, he makes a life. It doesn't have to be us. God loves us. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
God loves us. And he loves you to the point that if it means that he will reduce the number of your days so that others will be saved, he will do that. Am I communicating? And if it means that he will increase the number of your days so that more people will be saved, he will do that. These are two things God does. These are two things God does. These are two things God does. These are two things. Listen. Some people have been so sick to the point that they were desiring death. But because their, their existence meant a lot to heaven, heaven rescued them. Heaven rescued them. They came back to life. They came. If somebody actually died, but her living was so important that Dockers, they say Dockers cannot die. Dockers must live. And Dockers lived. Now, listen, in the same way, if God can bring somebody to, from death to life because he's making contribution for the saints and for the church, he can easily let somebody go. If he's going, we'll preserve the church. Have you been blessed this morning? I said all of that to say that in this church people offend you. Praise the Lord. I said all of that to say in this church somebody will do something that you are not too comfortable with. Every time somebody steps on your comfort zone and you want to react in a very carnal way remember that when Jesus hung on the cross it wasn't comfortable but he didn't remove himself from the cross. I'm no longer serving in the choir because somebody did this. If Jesus had removed himself from the cross, you will not be saved. I'm no longer ushering because somebody did this. If he had stopped, you will not be here. He went to the garden of Gethsemane three times. Lord, not my will, but thy will. Not my will. Spiritual people always put God's will above their will. Your will is that things are done this way. The will of leadership and the choir says this way. You flow. You set your will apart and you flow. But cannot people would impose their will on everybody else just so that they will be known as a quality or a tough one. And the cause is being impeded. The cause is being hampered. He that had ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. Romans 12, verse 16, are close. Romans 12. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. That's what I was telling about. Anybody who is missing contention, eh? contention and friction. If you go ukofie na obani bema debi antoka antoka aye jay a hand time edi duobi a hand time. Ida se obani peso be brand huasi anase be mani peso be brand huasi. The Bible says, cast away the scorner, the proud, and contention will cease. Note them. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company online and don't think you know it all. Turn to your neighbor and say, you don't know it all. You don't know it all. Look at the same text. 16. Romans 16, 17. Now, brethren, I urge you, not those, somebody say those, those who cause what? Divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. Can you see that? So it's not in church, it's not everybody that must be your close body. If the person or bad they be an obeke command for himself or the leadership and a leader away, leader away, that, that's all they are doing every time. The Bible says their aim is to spread confusion in the church, not them. 
Note them. Take note of them. And then he says, avoid them. Avoid them. Now, when you go to verse 18, he tells you that they are not serving Christ. That's why you should avoid them. Verse 18, for those who are set, do not serve Christ by their own belly and by their words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, when somebody is telling you something, ask, how would this affect my service here? Is this person serving the Lord? If you tell somebody something and it quenches the person's zeal for service, it quenches the person's zeal for dedication, what have you obtained? What have you obtained? Are you serving the Lord or are you serving yourself? May the Lord give us understanding. May we have a church full of love. May we have a church filled with men and women who are sold out to the cause of Christ. Open your mouth and begin to pray and say, Lord, make me useful in your church. Labradosa. Help me to follow the church. Help me. This is where you have planted me. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. No,